1: everybody, it's the Ken Miller Show, a Wednesday, a midweek edition here on 1700 KBGG, along with Trent Condon. This is Ken Miller talking the world of sports with you and localizing it as best as we can right up until 2 o'clock. Busy show here today. It's Wednesday. That means the Capman. We will head to Chicago, catch up with David Kaplan. We'll do so about 1220. He's brought to us by our friends at heartlandflags.com. Uh, we will do so 1220. Lots of... Well, at least speculation out there regarding the Cubs. Cappy wrote a piece for NBC Sports Chicago regarding the slow movement in Major League Baseball, so we'll do that with uh, with uh, Cappy coming up at 12.20. 12.40, we will, um, I guess, put a cap on college football with uh, one of our regular guests, weekly regular guests, uh, Bill Bender from the Sporting News, who is in Atlanta. He just uh, published at SportingNews.com his... Everybody calls it this, trend, so I guess we should do the way too early top 25 for next year. Get into that a little bit with Frank. Uh, 115 John Miller, Hawkeye Nation will be here. And then Frank Schwab, Yahoo Sports. He is the shutdown corner at YahooSports.com. We will talk to Frank about, uh, well, I'm sure we'll go back to the wild card round before we look ahead. To what many say is their favorite uh, weekend of the NFL playoffs, the divisional round uh, we know for a fact, whether it's your favorite or not, it is this Saturday, is the last Saturday of football, meaningful football until Labor Day weekend. Trent, I know that uh you were in a high school gym last night, mm-hmm. a little Hoover North action. You know, first of all, LaCour, uh, Liqueur, uh what
2: kind of game did he have last night? Fouled out, did he not? Did I he not see did. You tweet that? So he got three fouls in the first three minutes of the game. Come three were three they fouls. Legit? First one was just a reach. It was a foul. Mm -hmm. Second one was not. He, I don't think it was him that had the foul, but they came over. They put his number up. And Chad Ryan, the head coach for North, is trying to get an explanation from the official. Well, they hand the ball to the, LaCour is also looking over saying, it wasn't on me on a second foul with, I don't know, 2.45 gone in the first quarter. He's out of position. Looks (laughs) back, the ball's in play. He picks up (laughs) his third. So he has three fouls, three minutes into the game. Played pretty much the rest of the first half. So Ryan didn't put him on the bench? Didn't put him on the bench. Even there, three fouls, three minutes in. He's out there. What a concept, Trent. Yeah, it's, it's unbelievable. And <laughs> and you trust a kid. I really like Tariq LaCour. I, yeah. I really think he can play at a high level. He has offers from Drake in North Dakota. This spring is going to be huge for him. He's going to be playing with Mokan again, the AAU outfit out of Kansas City. But his quickness, his shooting ability, but the biggest thing is he's really matured. I saw that on the floor. I, I've seen some tough moments with him. He is matured. Growing a, moments, is that what you a, would call Absolutely. Him? That third foul being a perfect example. No complaining, no whining, no slumping down, none of that. When he fouled out of the game, normally I've seen him foul out. Mm-hmm. And very demonstrative. Mm-hmm. Wasn't the case. Walked mm-hmm. over the bench. Very encouraging with his teammates. Before, sometimes there'd be some, some moments where he'd have something to say maybe in the most positive area, he's really matured. <laughs> Good for him. He's he's still just a junior. He's five. Uh, Morgan Wheat, the assistant coach, I yep. was talking with him for a long time. I love Morgan. He's a great yep. guy. He says he he knows you well Absolutely. from back in the day. He did. We Bob get, Dyer and I had on a lot. We should get Morgan on from yeah. time to time. He's, he's got a real job I mean. though during the day. But uh, he said he's 5'10". I said, really? He goes, yeah, I think he's 5'10 now. All right, These with his quickness, he can be a high-level D1 point guard. And the maturation's there. Iowa State, Iowa. I wouldn't wait too long. I think he's going to blow up this spring, and you'll see something. I remember Cale Abrahamson over at Valley. Yeah, His first one was, I think, Wake Forest. Like, whoa, whoa. And all of a sudden, they just kept rolling through. I could see something happening here. Iowa, and Iowa State, take a deeper look he 's really good, and he 's really maturing maybe the biggest thing
1: that 'd be something to watch yeah. no, no, no doubt about it. Well, so were the cyclones last night Trent and if you 're yeah. what we what 're watching last night is we 're watching a team that is I keep going back to this. It's like this. They're going to be a big dog, but they're a puppy right now. And they got the great big feet and the long legs <laughs> and they're trying to gain their balance and they're trying to, you know, they're growing up too. And we saw that with Wigginton last night. Look, I said last week, and I don't know who it was that I asked, but I asked somebody is, can we say that that Iowa state is going to go as Wigginton goes this year Thinking that maybe that wasn't quite fair to a freshman playing sure. in the Big Twelve for the first time, but you know what, it might be right. Yeah, because he played his you know what off last night and look at the result. And, but and and as well as he played, I mean, watching Lard last night on both ends of the floor, and it was more than him just getting the ball uh, close into the basket and and finishing. It was some of the other stuff. It was fighting for offensive rebounds, and and one in particular, uh, Wheeler Babb took a three. Didn't make it, and Lard is surrounded by Jayhawks. He gets his hand on the ball as he's falling down. This was the second half, I want to say. The game was in the 50s at that point. And is able to tip the ball to a teammate who had a wide-open look. I mean, it's stuff like that where you're seeing, you're seeing Wigington take steps forward. You're seeing Lard take steps forward. And the two freshmen shall lead them eventually.
2: Yeah. You know, another thing I thought was interesting in the second half, and I listened to the end of the game and had to go watch it on DVR last night, But uh, so I was watching a little quicker, you know, hit the 30-second fast forward from time, but I kind of was going through, and man, Hans Brace is getting a lot of run. At the the expense of Solomon Young. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Very interesting there, and Brace can do some different things. I do wonder if that was more matchup dependent, because we know Kansas, the way they're built right now, they don't have a whole lot of depth inside, but... At least they have a different combo they can go with now. If they want to go a little bit smaller and have Brace, a guy that can shoot it, though he didn't. I don't even think attempted a three uh, last night. No, he didn't. But, uh, you know, a different way to play. Their and that's bench gave thing.
1: them two points, and it was the two points that Brace gave them. They need more
2: They, they tightened
1: the rotation. Probe yeah. tightened the rotation last night. No Beverly last night, mm-hmm. uh, which probably
2: wasn't such a bad thing. Right, yeah. This team has pieces. There's mm-hmm. there's hope for the future. You can see them. They need more help, though. oh Every one of these guys, Wingington, he's really good, but he's a freshman. And there's going to be the two games prior, we went 4 21 from the floor. There's going to be stretches like but that. But didn't
1: you think if that was going to happen, it was going to come at Fog Allen? If he <laughs> was going to have
2: a stinker, it wasn't going to be at home or it I, wasn't going to be no, in Stillwater. It he's, was... he's a money player. You know, he's brights are. Yeah. Lights are the brightest. Yeah. He kind of steps out. I. I I expected him to bounce back last night. Just because of the competition he played to grow at getting to this point in his life. High-level AAU kid. He's that kind of guy. When when it's a moment like that, he's going to come out and shine. But they just need more. They need more help. Mm -hmm. You mentioned the bench. They need more help out of there. The, The Calvary's coming. I think so. It's not coming until next year. No, it's not. I mean, they have got a really good recruiting class and two guys that are sitting out. Two. Tra- I think Michael James is going to have a role on this team, and I'm convinced Shayok is as well. Shayok will shoot it in a big time way. Yep. Uh, he can fill it up. Probably didn't run the offensive system Tony Bennett loved. Which, yeah, I mean that's, that did kind of <laughs> you know not that you mentioned that
1: square hole round, hey. no, was a square peg round hole, right?
2: A gunner playing for Tony Bennett. No. doesn't. You got to be more like a Kyle guy who fits a system. system. It's the
1: system plays his and way. a
2: damn good one too. I might. Add. Yes,
1: yes. How about the how about the uh, basketball in the state of
2: Virginia? Vod Tech, uh, pretty good. Yeah. VCU's a step back this year. I watched them twice this Have year. You? Yeah. West Virginia's pretty good. They are. They had a
1: good game last night. Well, last night or when did they beat Baylor? Two nights. Jeez. No, it was last Just night. Last night. Yeah. yeah, it was last night. Right. Um. It was last night. That's it a was, different it state, was the, though. That Virginia. was the, yeah, true, but. Um, <laughs> Because the game, when did we get to the Iowa State game? 13 minutes, 55 seconds, 14 minutes? I had
2: a lot of fast-forwarding on the DVR. I know that. yeah. Till, till because they, because to
1: the it. ESPN2 came on and said, if you want the game, go over to ESPN News. Mm-hmm. You go over to ESPN News, and there's the Big Ten tilt with Dockich. Um, and
2: then they finally got over there. I don't know, 13.55 or something left in the basketball game. So you got Jacobson coming in. You got Shayak, mm-hmm. You got a bunch of freshmen. Right. Even if two of those guys of the four are ready to play and pick whatever the four that you like, get some depth well, especially with the guys that'll have the experience yeah. of the
1: the year under the in the system and playing in the big twelve and Jackson um, and brace will be gone, yep Wheeler-Babb's not gone he's back, yeah, and he was good last night he yeah. was uh, almost had a triple double I'd love to see him shoot it a bit better though I, that's what well, uh, five for twelve well, yeah, i didn't they struggle from behind the uh yeah. three point line as he, well
2: even if he can be a A 35% shooter from downtown because he does so many other things so Mm -hmm. well. And if he can do that. There was a stretch, Trent, that Donovan Jackson couldn't miss in the basketball game. Isn't he fun when he gets going?
1: Trent, this is 73 a piece with three, what did I, about four, just under four minutes left in the game. Mm -hmm. It's 73 a piece. And then they couldn't finish. But that's a young basketball team. That's the science. Look, it's going to be a long winter, in Ames. It's going to be a long winter in Iowa City. Mm-hmm. But you want to see at, the, at least at this point, like we didn't think that was going to be the case with the Hawks. No. We kind of thought this was going to be the case with Iowa State. Now they teased us a little bit in December. Um, well, that's and that's saying something. But then they get into Big Twelve play and they're still looking for that first win. And um, you saw some progress last night. And I think you're a Cyclone fan, you realize that uh, the good times are going to have to be put on hold at least for a year. Uh, but
2: it's all you ask for is to—they is to, competed. They yeah, tried. Yeah, it's frustrating. It's it's frustrating to be that close, to have Texas on the ropes and have a five-point lead mm-hmm. against, against Oklahoma State. But they're so close. This is the maturation process, and, hey, you hope you pull a big upset. Maybe you, you knock off Trey Young at home, and you get to storm the court, you know, do something like that, a highly ranked team. He and, was really good last night, too, by the way. That's what you're looking for. Overall, just keep building, hope for the future, and I think the fan base, there's the crazies. There's always there. But I think the fan base understands what they are. And it just sucks that you have to have a rebuilding year when the Big 12 is so good. Or a lot of times you can have a rebuilding year and still go 6-12, 7-11, something like mm-hmm. that. This might be more of a 4-14 four and 14 kind of year. 3-15 and th- three and 15 uh, years. Yeah. That's what makes it more tough. Because right. you, you just... That's a lot. Those, those are, it's a lot of losses to swallow. It's a lot of losses to game in and game out. Yeah, but all we had, and then bad shot in the last couple of minutes with three turnovers in the last two minutes of the game. Including Wigington, yeah. It sticks with you. Mm-hmm. It sticks with you. It's going to be trying, but I think the fan base overall, they, they're ready for it. They're ready for this rebuild and knowing that the future is bright names. They can handle it. Yeah, I'm
1: with you. Uh, we will take a break. We'll get to David Kaplan. Boy, the uh, the Nagy hiring, Trent is yeah. is certainly getting positive. Now he hasn't coached a game yet. hasn't nope. blown a whistle. Hasn't drawn. A, came up with a game plan or approved one. Uh, but so far, um, so good. Would you say? I mean, I, I got. A, you're hearing a lot of positive things about
2: the new head coach for the Chicago Bears. I'm not enamored personally. I'm hopeful, but mm-hmm. I don't know. The, the organization as a whole, as a Bears fan... Do you believe in Ryan Pace? No. No. So then I can see why
1: you don't believe in his head coaching
2: hire. Yes. I, and it's not even Ryan Pace. Ryan Pace has brought in good players. I don't know if he knows how to build a roster. That That's my concern. There's pieces, but it's just it's a little disjointed. Things are a little bit off. You you finally get Fuller playing at his highest level of his career. Well, now you got to pay him all of a sudden. And he's been a disappointment the three years prior now you gotta pay him. I, I wonder it's such an important component of the NFL. Not just finding talent, but finding those pieces where they fit. And and at this point in his career, maybe he's a guy that got the job a little too early. You know, there there's more to just He's Josh McDaniels. Yeah, yeah. It you know, for him it's not just X's and O's, it's relationships.
1: Well, and here's the the trend, he was selling real estate eight years ago. Right. Yeah. It wasn't too long ago. And worked his way up. I mean, give him, mm-hmm. if he fast-tracked his uh, his path to an NFL. There's only 32 of them. He's got one this qu- this early in his football life. I mean, I know he played in the Arena League, and I know he's got a football background, mm-hmm. but he was
2: away for the game for a little bit. Why did Andy Reed call the plays on Saturday? <sighs> I wish I knew Use. Now he
1: only called the second half. Apparently, now if that's the case, is that somebody that is falling on the grenade? For that, that's what it feels like, doesn't it? it? Kind of does to me too. That's reading between would, the tea leaves. Yeah. Would would had it gone well? Mm-hmm. Would Andy Reid have been given credit for calling the plays in the second half and leading the Chiefs into the divisional round? And they win it
2: thirty-five ten. And oh, what a great game plan! Like, and y- y- it makes you wonder. I think it's Reed knowing that his guy more than likely is going to get a job. Hey, let's not taint this at all. Mm -hmm. I'll fall on the sword. Mm -hmm. I'll take the bullet. You go take your job. Yeah. Okay. Reed does seem like that kind of guy, Well,
1: too. And, it, and it worked out for Eagles fans, too, I mean, yeah. with a guy in that organization with an offensive mind calling uh, calling plays. We'll take a timeout. Uh, we'll head to Chicago next. He's David Kaplan. He's with us every Wednesday at 1220. He's brought to us by our friends at Heartland Flag Poles. That's how you can follow him on Twitter. Uh, check him out, heartlandflags.com. We'll take a timeout. Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Hey, it's Bill Ryder. nice
3: to be talking to the home crowd again in central Iowa, where I was raised, where I got married. The show is right on you, 5 to 9 p.m. weekdays on Des Moines Big Talker 1700 KBGG.
2: This is Trent Condon from Sports Talk 1700 KBGG. In the United States, someone dies from a drunk driving crash every 51 minutes. Make zero fatalities your goal and drive sober or catch a ride.
4: As a small business owner, you're always on the go. So how can you make sure you never miss a customer's call? grasshopper that's right with grasshopper you get all of the features of a business phone system that's affordable and incredibly easy to use directly on your cell phone you get a toll-free or vanity phone number that's memorable and professional customers are forwarded to your phone and connected to your team and you can work from anywhere using wi-fi calling or our desktop app and with our mobile app your outgoing calls and texts show up as your professional phone number voicemails are transcribed and sent to your email so you can determine their importance at a glance so whether you're on the go or working from home and need to keep business calls separate or you simply want a professional tone grasshopper makes it happen set up your account in just minutes there are no long-term contracts and support is 24 7 get your calls stay connected thrive Now get $20 off your first month when you visit grasshopper.com slash radio. grasshopper.com slash radio. You don't
5: need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR.
2: It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus and online at therookiesportscards.com.
3: Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358.
6: Cap is back. Flag guy here. We're proud to sponsor the foremost expert on all things Chicago, Dave Kaplan, weekly here on the Ken Miller Show. While Cap has the behind the scenes on your favorite Chicago sports team, we have the flags, Bears, Bulls, Blackhawks, Sox, Cubs. We've got them all. Northwestern, too. I guess they kind of count. Check out our Chicago flags and a whole lot more online at heartlandflags.com. And peep the retail store, too. 3719 Southwest 9, Des Moines. Here we go. Back to Iowa's only
0: local sports show over your lunch hour. Here's Ken and Trent. Welcome back. Ken with the show, 1700
1: KBGG. Heartland Flags makes it possible to talk to Cappy every week. We're efforting that. Uh, Check them out online, heartlandflags.com, heartlandflags.com. You can visit their store, Southwest 9th uh, in Des Moines, uh, but again, best way to check them out, com. We will uh, get Cappy here in about a minute. Ryan Foley with the AP. Just real quick, Trent, before you doubt, didn't Ryan Foley write a piece? I don't think he's the biggest fan of Kirk Ferentz, if, if memory serves. What was that? I don't know. Now, the reason I bring it up is he wrote a piece. He's an AP writer. We tried to get him on. remember? yes. yes. And he wouldn't come on. Right. Um... In his latest, his tweet was, Iowa coach Kirk Ferentz who earn $5.2 million this year and his wife are fighting their neighbors in court after refusing to join their homeowners association, disputing a road repair assessment.
2: Iowa IT department. That's in my little email here.
1: Does that ring a bell? I don't remember what it was. Yeah. I don't remember what it was, but... Um, Fully to no surprise, taking a lot of arrows from Hawkeye fans. The mm-hmm. homeowners associations. I belong to one. I think if you're in a condo, it's a good thing. Yeah. I think if you have a home, why would you? It doesn't make True. a lot of sense. So look, I I don't think Ference is tra- well. I don't know, uh, but it's um, we. This is a story that develops. Darren Ravel at ESPN has now got a hold of it. he, he makes a valid point that the um, the ninety four hundred dollars. Maybe Ference should have just written the check because he's going to get a lot of uh, bad pub. Uh, that maybe may equate things out if he would have written it. But look, there's got to be somebody in it. Ferris doesn't seem to be that type of person. I mean, these are philanthropic. If there ever was one, right? Yeah. Uh, writing million dollar checks um, and have on uh, numerous occasions big checks uh, for charities. Of course, uh, the hospital very near deep yep. to them. Let's get uh, Cappy in here. He joins us. Uh, he's not only a talk show host, a color commentator, a television personality, he's a writer now. <laughs> Cappy, you're a busy guy. I read your piece for NBC Sports Chicago. Um, when when did you pick up the writing, Cap? Oh, I've been doing cops for them for a long time. Well, the first one that I saw was... Uh, Maybe maybe I didn't maybe it just made it to social media whatever reason I read it today and you're 100% right cap this is a baseball offseason like none other usually November and December it's one breaking news story after another this guy's going here this guy's traded there it has been as quiet as it has ever been
7: yeah it's been really quiet i think as i detail in that column which you can read at nbcsportschicago.com uh look i think you have analytically driven, younger front offices with guys who value inexpensive and high-level prospects where, you know, the old image was a bunch of guys at the bar drinking shots of whiskey and cold beer going, all right, give me the 34-year-old right-hander because I got to get the division title this year, and I'll give you this prospect. Like, I could tell you for a fact because I had one of the GMs in the deal tell me to my face. He said, yeah, I called the Cubs one day. He said, Look, we were down a pitcher. We were going to win our division, and I needed another arm to be able to start the last two months of the season. And then the next year, he's a young pitcher. I needed him in my rotation because I was going to lose somebody. And I called Ed Lynch. This is what the GM told me. I called Ed Lynch and said, Hey, Ed, I need a young pitcher that can eat innings for me. Give me Traxel. And Traxel was the rookie pitcher of the year, according to the Sporting News, but never confused with Roger Clemens or Sandy Koufax. I mean, he's okay. Nah, nice guy, not a great pitcher. And the Cubs said, okay, what are we getting back? He said, I don't know why I'm doing this, but I got to do it, and I got to do it now. I'll give you my number one prospect out of our system. And the guy said, no shot. I'm not doing it. Yeah, that was Bartolo Colon.
1: Yeah. <laughs> hey, Cap, is this as as the um, as your piece? The headline says um, we might expect this as the new normal going forward. That uh, you know, not that the November and December me- our December meetings are going to be rendered meaningless, but uh, certainly maybe not have uh, the impact that they once have had. If indeed this is the new normal. Yeah, one thing that could make that. You know, line
7: different or that question answered different, is this the new normal, is the fact that this year uh, I want to say six of the top ten, seven, are Scott Boris' clients. Mm. He's notorious for waiting out the market where other guys want to get deals done, players want deals done. So, you know, there's a reason not every guy uses Scott Boris because there are front officers that don't like dealing with him. You know, there are others. The Cubs have been successful. Um, yeah, obviously, the Nationals have been highly successful. The Sox, in a smaller part, but they've gotten Rick Hahn, gets along with him fine. So, again, if Scott's involved, I think you can probably bank on the fact that it's going to be a later market. So we'll see.
2: Cap, uh, reading through yours, uh, I, I really, that that piece, I really was entertained by. GM's talking about, you know, the reports that are out there, the rumors, and saying it couldn't be further from the truth. <laughs> yeah, it, it, that's is, good. is reporting different today, or are just GMs more willing to say, you guys are out to bed? You have no idea what actually goes on inside these meetings.
7: Reporting is different today because of something called social media, social media. because of Twitter. So, you know, I say to you, hey, man, I heard this and now somebody listening has a Twitter account, and they, go, they tweet it, but they don't quite get what I said <laughs> right. correct. It's a done deal. And then all of a sudden <laughs> yeah. there's a tweet that somebody happens to follow that person who happens to go, hey, did you hear the Cubs just were considering giving Jake Arrieta $280 million for 10 years? And it, all of a sudden now it's on 15 different blogs, and so every station goes, wow, we better respond to this. And so Theo gets the phone. Are you guys offering $280 million to Jake Arrieta over 10 years? Where'd you hear that? It's all over the Internet. That's what drives these guys insane.
1: Hmm. Cap, you and I are both subscribers of The Athletic. Uh, We read it, uh, I do, every single day. I think it's great, and it got better, especially if you're a Cubs fan, with uh, Patrick Mooney, who was... uh, Uh, Again, a a victim of uh, of cutbacks in the sports media world. He has landed on his feet and as a subscriber to The Athletic. Uh, Better for us.
7: Yeah, he's awesome. I'm a big Patrick Mooney guy, and I'm happy he landed there. And I think the people at The Athletic have filled a void that was so desperately needed. So if people out there are going, where am I going to get some really good sports news? They need to subscribe to TheAthletic.com.
2: Cap. Arietta, the report out there, four years, hundred and ten million. You, Darvish. Uh, we talked about this a little bit last week. Who's the more likely guy to sign with the Cubs? And I'm a Twins fan. There's some people up there that think that he's going to sign up with our neighbors to the north. I don't buy it personally. But what are you hearing lately on Le- you, Darvish, and who do you think's more likely to end up in a Cub uniform?
7: Oh boy, that's a great question. I mean, I still could see them making a deal. You know, like with. Tampa. And not maybe getting Chris Archer, because I think the price is too exorbitant, but maybe it's Jayco DeReezy. Maybe they make a deal and go out and get the closer at Tampa. So, there are some things that the Cubs are looking at. They still need a, a, a legitimate option at the back end of the bullpen to be with Brandon Morrow or to be, you know, the for-sure closer. One of the two. But they've got to get a starter. So, if I had to pick, I don't think they're going to get Garrett Cole. I don't think that you know, they're going to go to six years on Arietta. Now, if you tell me that both guys are getting the same type offer four years and 110, and they could get both, I think they would take Darvish. But I'm just not – you know, part of me thinks maybe Darvish wants to pitch in a more lower-pressure environment. Chicago's not low-pressure, man. Absolutely not.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, and I think Justin Wilson might be exhibit A of what you just said as far as pressure cap. Can they fix him because he was really good before he came over and real bad once he got to the north side of Chicago?
7: Yeah, he was really bad. They think they can fix him. They do. They believe that their scouting process was correct and that they think they've got a really good player. So if they can fix him, maybe he clicks better with, Jim Hickey than he did Chris Bossio, maybe the fact that he got dropped in at the deadline and didn't go through spring training with this guy, these guys, and all of a sudden, you know, boy, I'm dropped right into a pennant race, and it's not from day one, and I'm going from American to national, there's a whole bunch of reasons why it may not have worked, I'm just not sure if he's the guy or not, we're going to find out, he's got really good stuff.
2: Going to leave it open-ended for you, Cap, Matt Nagy, what do you got for us?
7: I love them. I think they hit a home run. I do. I think they made a phenomenal hire. I don't know if you heard the audio, and if you didn't, you should pull it for your audience that we had Brad Childress on this morning. And Brad Childress said, look, uh, I mean, I'd like to read you the quotes if I can. just pull up my Twitter for a yeah, second. I was going to say it's
1: on your Twitter feed, Cap.
7: Yeah, it's on there. And you look at it, what he said, it was uh, number, let's see, he said, It's quite a statement. The guy at the Colts was with us for five years in Kansas City. I felt full-on from him, that being Matt, that they were two different kinds of interviews, and he was enthralled by the people with the Bears and the Bears' situation to jump in that boat. He also said that in talking with him, he just felt more comfortable with Ryan Pace. He just believed in what Ryan Pace said. I know for a fact this is a people business, and he felt entirely more comfortable with the people he sat with during the Bears interview than he did after meeting with the Colts. And then we just had Adam Schefter on with Carmen and Yurko 10 minutes ago, and he said, look, I'm just telling you guys, He goes, I don't want to undersell this. I'm going to tell you exactly what I was told, that of the six candidates that went in there, he spoke to someone close to all six, and all six said to Schefter, look, I can't tell you how impressed everyone was with the presentation from Pace, along with George and Ted's presence in the room. That everyone did a great job, and that they felt having interview with multiple teams. That all these guys thought the Bears were the most impressive.
1: Hmm. And that's the guy that had an opportunity to coach Andrew Luck. And I know it's no guarantee that Andrew Luck's going to be back, but this is a pretty good quarterback that he had an opportunity. And that is always attractive to prospective head coaches, Cap. I think it's another. Uh, plus that uh, Nagy said, uh, and it is pronounced Nagy. I saw your Twitter feed there. Uh, that yeah, he N-E-G-G-Y to, like Peggy. Right, that he's coming to Chicago. I think that's another one. Hey, Cap, last thing. Uh, away from uh, the Bears and the Cubs, unless Trent, you want to go back with another the Bears question. Um we we talked about the Blackhawks and the contracts that are out there and and the latest example of which, and you brought up Seabrook before, a guy that's still got six years with a whole lot of money on his contract, a healthy scratch last night. This is one of the assistant captains, Cap. Uh, when it goes, I guess it goes very quickly, and, and this is one of those contracts that's going to come back to bite.
7: Uh, it is. I, I thought it was a dumb contract when they did this deal. Dumb. I didn't understand it. Look, As Theo has educated all of us, he said you do not pay guys as a thank you for what they've done. You pay guys for what you think they're going to do for you going down the road. And this was a contract, eight years for a guy with all that mileage on his body, where you're saying, hey, man, thanks for being a really good player for us and helping us win three Stanley Cups. Well, in a hard salary cap environment, that's a big problem.
2: Indeed. Cap, uh, back to the Bears one more. Nagy and Mitchell Trubisky, and you see some things out there that Nagy was enamored with him before the draft. Uh, some things like that. What's the, I guess, the talking point with Trubisky? What what needs to to happen this off season for his development and him to be ready to become uh, a quarterback at least in the top twenty of the NFL next season? What's the biggest thing in your mind
7: that he has to do? Yes. Well, they got to get him some help. They got to get him some receivers. I mean, you know, he's got one running back who's a really good runner. He can't catch the ball out of the backfield. So if you're going to look to check down and Jordan Howard's in the game, you're not real comfortable Mm -hmm. throwing the football to him. So that's a problem. As a rookie, he was the worst in terms of drops of any running back in the National Football League. And this year, he wasn't much better. I don't know where he ranked because I haven't seen the final rankings, but I wouldn't be shocked if he was the worst again. He's a really good runner. You've got Tariq Cohen. You've got to find a way to get more out of him. You've got to use him more wisely. And then you've got to get him receivers. You have to get him receivers. He's got no help. You've got to get Shaheen to develop, and you've got to add two to four brand-new impact-type guys that can, one, play in the slot, two, they can play outside with some speed. You've got to have something for this guy to throw to.
1: Mm, Last thing, Cap, uh, what uh, assignments do you have as far as college basketball coming this week?
7: I am at Illinois State tonight. As soon as I hang up from you, I am walking to my car, I am getting in, and I am driving down 55 to Illinois State for Loyola and Illinois State, and then I have George Mason at St. Louis on NBCSN on Saturday.
1: Good stuff, Cap. We'll talk to you next Wednesday. Thank you, pal. Look forward to it, boys. See, See ya. ya. Good to talk to you. David Kaplan. Uh, NBC Sports Chicago, ESPN 1000. com makes it possible to talk to Cappy. Now, Trent Condon. Yes. You heard what everybody said What Brad Childress said. Glowing mm-hmm. reports. Matt Nagy, here's your new head coach. Are you coming around a little bit? No. I...
2: I don't know you what do it is. Do you
1: expect failure? Do you think I it's do. going to be more of the same?
2: I do. I, that, that's what I expect with this organization. Year after year, coaching hire after coaching hire. I have no hope. I have no How hope. How old were you in 1985? Five. Kindergarten. It's been a while. <laughs> yeah. It was. I was in kindergarten. Mm-hmm. I remember we went and watched the Super Bowl. Uh, my great aunt and uncle owned a bar, Tavern, mm-hmm. in Little New Haven, Iowa. Mm-hmm. I remember watching the Super Bowl there. And what year did they get back that the Colts beat them? It was raining in Miami, Florida. That was what
1: year? 2006? Oh, was it? 2005
2: season, maybe 2006 Super Bowl, something like that. So it's been a while since they've even tasted yeah. it before. NFC Championship game, Cutler gets hurt. Mm-hmm. At home. Mm-hmm. Against the Packers. Mm-hmm. Can't get it done. Right. But A lot of low points. What's the? What was the high point? <sighs> I mean, I
1: hear near yeah. Dalton. Not the kindergarten era. Right. In my, As a Bears fan. 'Cause I thought
2: it was gonna happen when they when they traded for for Jay
1: Cutler. I was wrong, obviously.
2: Yeah, yeah. The the, the teams of the mid two thousands with Lovey mm-hmm. and the punt returns from Devin Hester oh. and Erlacher and is he Mike- going to the
1: Hall of Fame, by the way, Urlacher? Yeah. I mean I think he is eventually, but is he a first ballot Hall of Fame? I'm not so sure.
2: That's a good question. I, I guess I hadn't even pondered it because he, yeah, he will be. I agree, at some he point. will, but I'm just not sure. Probably not first ballot. No, it's tough to get in. Look, some yeah. of the guys
1: that get the, does don't get in in their first try.
2: Yeah, didn't get to the mountaintop, right? Yeah, I probably right. Yeah, do you like him bald way. or with hair better? Bald. He looks yeah. so weird with hair. And you go around Chicago. Anytime you're in Chicago, those billboards are everywhere. 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 But him and his new set of hair.
1: Good for him. We'll take a timeout. Bill Bender will be here. Sportingnews.com. We will um, put a cap on the college football season. We've got to find an excuse to talk to Bill. Well, he, look, he branches out. He does the NBA. He does. When the, when the Cavs are in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. He Bill's does always turning out contact. He so does. We'll have plenty of things during the offseason. I like having, having Bill, Bill on. He's a good guy. We'll talk to him next. It's the Ken Miller Show. Trent Connor and myself with you noon to 2, Monday through Friday. The local sports with you on 1700 KBGG
2: online, washersystems.com. It costs $15 per day to provide
3: the necessary shelter, food, and veterinary care for every animal at the Animal Rescue League of Iowa. And right now, we have over a 1,000 animals in our care. For as little as $5 a month, you can join our Loyal Friends Club to ensure that the ARL will continue to be there for animals in need. The need is now. The need is local. Visit arl-iowa.org backslash. Donate to start giving
1: today. Thank you.
4: 2018 is an opportunity to grow your business with
1: top talent. But how do you find it? ZipRecruiter. One click posts your job to over 100 job boards. Then smart matching technology instantly alerts quality candidates
4: about your job. No wonder 80% of employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site in just one day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. To try ZipRecruiter for free, just go to ZipRecruiter.com/free. That's ZipRecruiter.com/free. We've reached it—the point where the only way to make Tuesdays any better is by having more boneless wings. That's why here at Buffalo Wild Wings, we've invented boneless Tuesdays. It's a celebration where, if you order boneless wings at full price, you'll get another of the same size for free. This works for dine-in or takeout. Every little bit counts, and on Tuesdays, every boneless wing counts as two. Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings, beer, sports. Prices and participation vary valid only on Tuesdays while supplies last. Tax and gratuity extra. Additional restrictions apply. See participating location for details.
2: On behalf of the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention Iowa chapter, thank you for your support in 2017. The Central Iowa Out of Darkness Walk at Ankeny's DMAC campus raised over $75,000. These funds allow our local volunteers to create and maintain support groups for those who have lost someone to suicide. Implement education programs in colleges and high schools to prevent suicide. And advocate for new legislation to strengthen mental health care in Iowa. Please check afsp.org/iowa for more information on our 2018 fundraising events, including campus walks and out of darkness walks across Iowa. The American Foundation for Suicide Prevention Iowa chapter, online afsp.org/iowa. Hey guys, Trent Condon here again from 1700 KBGG. We made it, a new year upon us, a happy 2018. No, know a lot of people have New Year's resolutions, things you want to improve upon, but a lot of times you need help. If better health is one of your goals in 2018, I have a place for you that has helped me. It's New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness has built a strong history helping one patient at a time. They'll make a program specifically designed for you from weight loss, hormonal treatment, maybe it's migraines. So many things that New Leaf Wellness can help you with in 2018. What I want you to do, give them a call today, 515-650-1358. That's 650-1358. Give them a call. Let's feel better together. It's New Leaf Wellness, 650-1358. You found your home for real sports
0: talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG.
1: All right, welcome back. Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Our next guest has been with us every single Wednesday during college football Trent and I, uh, during the break, were racking our brains trying to come up with uh, topics for Bill Bender so we can keep him as much as we possibly can. Love having him on. He was at Mercedes-Benz Stadium on Monday night watching the national championship, and he joins us. Bill, Trent and Ken, thanks for coming on. First of all, before we get into the game and look ahead, you've already got your preseason top twenty-five for 2018, which we'll get into as well. Just kind of a, a review, if you would, of uh, Mercedes-Benz Stadium. It looks unbelievable on TV. We've seen Jerry Jones. Uh, the reviews on AT and T are all positive. U.S. Bank in Minneapolis, same way. Mercedes-Benz Stadium for you uh, when you were there. Kind of give us what you
6: thought of it, Bill Bender. Yeah, I had an opportunity to go to the SEC championship and game as well, that, yep. I thought. It's, I think it's awesome. It was a good atmosphere. Um, I know there were reports about the, the lines and the security and all those kind of things, which, but it didn't detract from the atmosphere inside at the game. I think you had two really good teams go at it. Uh, overtime was a lot of fun. Uh, it was so quick how it all happened. I mean, field goal, field goal sack walk-off touchdown pass. I'm still, like, putting it together in my head how quickly that Uh happened.
2: Bill, were you upstairs for that one? Were you down on the field? Where did you see the game-winning national championship touchdown?
6: Yeah, I stayed in the press box, and it came down. It was on the end I was on, so that was pretty cool. We had a guy down on the field, and then, you know, you hustle down and get some video, but uh, unbelievable finish and unbelievable storyline that comes out of that with to uh Tag well of Really in my mind, next big star in college football. I mean megastar.
1: It certainly looks like we we could be we could have mega stars quarterbacking on both sides of the field coming out of that game. I mean Fromm was really, really good all year long and um, you know passed well passed his first test in the Rose Bowl, couldn't get it quite couldn't quite get it done, took his team to overtime. Both quarterbacks are going to be heard from uh before they run out of eligibility.
6: Yeah, uh, and I don't, wouldn't be surprised if those two schools do it again next year. Um, both teams fantastic. Uh, Fromm played great. I, I honestly thought, I don't know if you guys felt this way, I honestly thought the game might be over when uh, Fromm threw that touchdown pass, the 80-yarder, and said, okay, well, that's a 13-point lead. They're going to have a hard time right. giving that up. But but Tua's a difference maker. Uh, I mean, the way he can throw the ball down the field, the way he kept his composure, and, and I wrote about this after just the way there's now an odd couple dynamic with him and and Saban that I think Saban's going to actually enjoy these last couple years with this young group of talent he has and and guess what guys that's bad news for the rest of college football.
1: Indeed, you know just real quick on the 80 yard pass Hardman is a guy that you know, I don't think Tuesday Trent, We brought him up. If we did, very, we may, just might have glossed over a little bit. That was a hell of a play. I thought they should have got him the ball more, uh, Bill, because every time, whatever, however they got him the ball, I mean, I know he's on special team. He was a threat to break it at any moment. Boy, he's a playmaker.
6: He really is. And you know, they they uh, they they got playmakers all over the place. That's a good team. I I, I think the big challenge for Kirby next year isn't you know, in recruiting or generating excitement or, you know, getting that team through the SEC East, I think it, it's finding the leadership that they had with that senior class. I mean, guys like Roquan Smith is going to be awesome at the next level. <laughs> I mean, he's yep. a beast. And then the two running backs and, and everything, the, the culture at Georgia is fine. I think this is a program that's so used to, you know, near misses, and certainly this will go down along with all of those. But I I would more look at that program and say – the best is yet to come considering this happened in year two.
2: Bill Bender with the Sporting News. We're talking to uh, take a look back at college football and a look forward, Bill. So uh the preseason way too early's are out. It's Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, Oklahoma. Give us something new. Give us a dark horse that you've already pegged.
6: Well, I mean, it would probably come out of the Big Ten if if somebody can pop through, whether it's Michigan State, Penn That's State, who I think Wisconsin. It is. Michigan. I mean, one of them, those teams, because I don't see anybody out of the Pac-12 winning the national title next year. And I don't. I'll give you my my super dark horse, and I wrote that not a dark horse really, but I'll, I'll just give you a statement. I won't be surprised if Texas wins the Big 12 next year.
1: That qualifies it. That I'll take that one, uh, Bill Bender. That uh, that is uh, going out on a limb. Michigan State would be my if if I was going to take a real dark horse. Michigan State would be, and I know Ohio State's going to be loaded again, uh, but Michigan State a very favorable schedule, uh, as you as you pointed out. Um, they get their quarterback back, and Lewerke looks like he's going to be a really good player. Ohio State and Michigan both visit East Lansing. Might D'Antonio be sitting on a massive year next year?
6: Yeah, but, but here's my counter. I know what their massive year looks like. I think they could win the Big Ten and then go to the playoff and get beat by Alabama very badly again. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what the only thing I see with them, whereas Wisconsin – interests me a little bit because they showed they could beat Miami with skill position players. It wasn't just grind it out. They have a Heisman caliber running back, good receivers. Hornerbrook will be the key to that run again. Mm-hmm. And I think they'll replace the guys on defense. So I guess what I'm trying to tell you is of these teams, I think Wisconsin has the has a team that could do it. Of course, they've got to beat a Big 10 East team in indianapolis and a stat that doesn't really get thrown around with chris too much and we draw these stats around harbaugh but you know chris is two and four against those big big east powers the last three years
2: well we're in the big 10 how about michigan uh shea patterson making his way there but i guess there's still a question if he's going to be eligible it seemed like the old miss guys were going to be able to transfer freely they're all petitioning trend what's happening there
6: well, I think he'll be able to play. I think that's not on the students, what happened with Old Miss and, you know, the bull band and those kind of things. I think ultimately Shea Patterson will be cleared, but it, it, that's not even the biggest issue in Ann Arbor. I think it's got to be development on the offensive line, better play calling, more creative play calling. And they they'll be back in the spotlight. I mean, they play Notre Dame in week one. It's one of the biggest games <laughs> of the week. Yeah. So to think that like Jim Harbaugh is just going to disappear from the limelight, that's wrong. And, uh, We'll see. I think it's a deal where I think it'll um, be a lot of fun to see. I think they'll be better, but I I do think if they don't at least beat one of Michigan State or Ohio State or both, that, that we're going to hear the same criticism. So to me, if Michigan beats Ohio State, the rest of that stuff goes all the way.
1: Give us a couple of blue bloods, or certainly in the last ten years, like Oregon jumps to, uh, comes to mind very quickly. Florida is another one. Two schools that you know have had a ton of success in the last decade or so that still have a long ways to go before they get to that point.
6: Is is there another school like that out there, Bill? Yeah, I mean that's that's my thing when we talk about Harbaugh and the criticisms of Michigan. I mean. It could be worse. It could be Tennessee.
1: Tennessee's Could be Florida. It yep.
6: could be Florida who is breaking in another coach and has been starved for offense forever. Um, Oregon's in, I think Oregon might fall off the map, honestly, um, because Washington's really good. I think Washington, that's their division. Stanford's steady. Washington State's been steady and better. They're kind of on that Texas Tech level that they were under Leach. And then the other division, I guess, the team that I'm going to be monitoring very closely next year will be UCLA with Chip Kelly. I want to see how fast it happens.
2: Well, uh, next season is a long, long uh, ways away. That. And uh, February signing day, it's odd. We have the December signing period this year. So even recruiting-wise, it, it, it's going to feel like a, a lot different this off season. What's recruiting day going to be when we get to that, what, first Wednesday in February?
6: Yeah, I think, you know, it'll be fine. Um I think it'll just be about finishing up classes, grading the classes, and, you know, it's not such a bad thing, because I think with the early enrollees, so many guys are already on campus that it doesn't really, you know, hit as much. I, 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 off the bat, I mean, Georgia having the top class jumped out, I think the Big Ten will have some good classes, and there's still a couple five-star kids left out there, but I, I, yeah, I think we you sense that for me. I'm not a huge signing day guy anyway, mm-hmm. but I, I do like looking at the numbers, and I, it's kind of snobby. I kind of just stick with the five-star guys, because I know those are the guys that are going to definitely be playing right away.
1: Good stuff, Bill Bender, Sporting News. Thank you, Bill. Appreciate you coming on, as always. I yeah, appreciate it. Thank you.
6: Good to talk to you. Bill
1: Bender, Sporting News, checking in from his outpost in Ohio, talking college football with us. Is there a uh, a team that, like in Oregon, you know mm-hmm. that was so in, in the spotlight for so many years. There had that real run and seems to have really mm-hmm. fallen off the cliff. Is there one more like that for you?
2: You know, Virginia Tech was that way. They were. That's a good one. That's a good one in the ACC. Had yep. had Vic and yep. then had some teams afterward. Just never could get back over the hump. Mm-hmm. That's a decent one. year this year, though. Yeah. But yeah, and Fuente. Uh huh. There's a guy that's going to do it. Maybe I'll give you one. There's one in our backyard, Nebraska. Nebraska. Yeah, that's a different level, though. I mean, that was sustained success, national championships. Now they haven't won one in 20 years, even a conference championship in 20 years.
1: That to me, Trent, is going to be one of the um, big talkers all next season. You know what's Frost going? to Because we saw the turnaround very quickly, Mm -hmm. right? He took a winless team, and boom, two years later, we know where
2: they're at. He went from 0 and 12 to six and six to 13 Mm -hmm. and 0. Yeah. Not bad. Um, But he's not going to do that in Nebraska. And how many games did they win? Four?
1: Four Four and eight. Yeah, yeah. four and
2: eight. Schedule next year is awful. Can you get to six? No, the answer is no. I don't think you can. They got another Martinez. It's not Taylor's little brother. No, I know. And and he's coming
1: in early, too. Yes. Um, Is it Armando Martinez? Sounds right. I think that's right. Uh, That's one of the teams to watch for me is is Nebraska. Crossovers are tough. Tough. Crossovers are unfair. They get them all. <laughs> it's brutal. We'll see. We'll
2: see. All right. That'll be a talker for some point here in the, in the weeks to come. One thing that I was reading is, though obviously it didn't go very well for Riley, you look at the recruiting classes at the end of the Polini, Polini era, era compared to what Riley brought in, a lot more high-end uh-huh. talent that has at least in the system. Left, as opposed to when he got there. Yes. Uh-huh. So... Right coach, right message. Boy, they got the right coach. I'm convinced of that. Get that defense figured out quicker maybe
1: than some people think. But not going to be easy. No. We'll take a timeout. The 1 o'clock hour's next. John Miller will be here. Frank Schwab, Yahoo Sports on the NFL. Trent and I will be back as we continue on here. It's the Ken Miller Show on 1700 KBGG.
0: 1700 KBGG. Westwood One coverage of the NFL all season long through the Super Bowl.
2: 14th Street in Des Moines or online washersystems.com
5: restaurant
4: as a small business owner you're always on the go so how can you make sure you never miss a customer's call grasshopper that's right with grasshopper you get all of the features of a business phone system that's affordable and incredibly easy to use directly on your cell phone you get a toll-free or vanity phone number that's memorable and professional customers are forwarded to your phone and connected to your team and you can work from anywhere using wi-fi calling or our desktop app and with our mobile app your outgoing calls and texts show up as your professional phone number voicemails are transcribed and sent to your email so you can determine their importance at a glance so whether you're on the go or working from home and need to keep business calls separate or you simply want a professional tone grasshopper makes it happen set up your account in just minutes there are no long-term contracts and support is 24 7 get your calls stay connected thrive Now get $20 off your first month when you visit grasshopper.com slash radio, grasshopper.com slash radio.
0: Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit beefy, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-276-1640. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes are overweight or have high blood pressure. Term providers help thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-276-1640. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-276-1640. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou is like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-276-1640. 800-276-1640.
2: Hey, it's Trent Condon here from Jimmy B TC. If you've been talking and thinking about improving your health, I have an idea for you. Do what I did.